0: theyeshiva.net You see three lines from the bottom and column two. Yesterday we learned the Balatanya said that if everything, if all of Torah and all of Mitzvahs and avodas Hashem is about aligning the yesh with the ayin but in that itself a person's initiative of it even the deepest initiative, he spoke about tefillin, about stocker, about carbonus, about learning, which all at its core is an experience and a relationship with the ayin. But he says, bitul amiti." Ultimately, I'm utilizing the constructs of the yesh to figure out the ayin. So it's extremely... So he said, ultimately, it's not, it's not emes. What what he means by not emes is not that the person is lying. <laughs> That's not what he means. Not emes. There's not and There's not emes. What he means it's not emes is I'm still, I'm still, so to speak, stuck within the very parameters of the yesh, which is exercising this experience of bittul. Huh? Ah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, it's still defined by that construct. That's that's what I'm using. So it's in Khsidz, this is called Bitl Hayesh, which means the Yesh recognizing recognizing that there's there's more to the Yesh. There's a Lahavdil, but it just it, it just bring again these are all Mashalam. I think Albert Professor Albert Einstein once said that uh, the solution to a problem could never come from the same place from where the problem emerged, the same thinking, right? In other words, if I think what I thought yesterday, and I say what I said yesterday, and I do what I did yesterday, even if it's a little more evolved and developed, ultimately, I'm still defined by the paradigm from yesterday, which creates the problem. So you need a completely, uh, what they call today, out-of-the-box thinking. But how can I think out of the box from within the box? (laughs) I'm in a box. So in the box, we'll go out of the box. So there's always that uh, appreciation that as much growth as there is, which is incredible and amazing and profound, he's saying, because ultimately, it's all from within the yesh. The ayin mamish, the real experience of ayin, he says is something that comes from ayin. It's when the ayin shows up and it almost shocks the yesh from a place that I'm not creating the experience. So it's not defined by that I. The marshal. A person may hear about a, a greatest Sadik who lived and you can hear and think about it and prepare and then there's seeing him. There's the experience itself. And something transcendent happens that I couldn't anticipate. I couldn't expect. Then it's a Gilui Malma'ila. It's a revelation that comes from above. And all the Hachanus in the world are all good. You need it. It's it's it because it allows you to go into a higher mode. But ultimately, there's a quantum leap of transformation that's completely Sheloibedech. And Bittel Hayash Lagabi. This Bittel is still called Yeshus because even in the Bittel, there's Yeshus. We're here. You, you. It shows up. It shows up. I don't define it. It defines me. That's what Ayin Mamish is, and he says. And it doesn't mean there's no existence there. That's the big big vart there. It means that it's alderich olem haatzilis. That's what we focused on yesterday, where the very personality of Atzilis is what an expression of Ayin, and that's what Bittol Mamash is. And he continues. He says. That's what we explained at length yesterday with diversity and oneness, etc. Pshitasir. This type of gilu, we're talking now ayin mamash, is chesed dry yemina lamata by mamash. It's an expression in Zohar that chesed is the right arm of Hashem. Droya in Aramaic is Dalit is Zion in Hebrew. So Zroya is Droya. So Droya is arm in Aramaic. So chesed Draya Yemina. It's in Pasach Eliyot. Some people say Erev Shabbos before Mincha. And some of them, it's Pasach Eliyot is the introduction to Tikkuni Zoya. Tikkuni Zoya is a section of Zoya. on am Seventy interpretations in the word Bereshis. That's Tikkuni Zoya. Seventy ways how to Take the word bereshis and turn it into different words and different insights. The kuniz introduction to the kunizai. He has this expression. He speaks about the svidis. There, it's one of the sources in Kabbalah for the ten svidis. So chesed roya yamina, gevura roya smala, Teferis gufa, netzach vahoy train shoykin, yisoid ziyumah the gufa, ois bris kaidish malchus pe. Chesed is the right arm, gevura is the left arm, Teferis is the torso, the guf, netzach and hoyda, the two, uh, the two thighs and legs, and see yisoid is the bris and malchus is the mouth, the ability to communicate, to connect. Sometimes Malchus is the counterpart, the feminine part. So he goes through all the limbs, but he's talking now about Kevayach Hashem's limbs. Hashem doesn't have a right arm, he has Chesed, he has Gevura. So the Balatanya says that's the vart, that the arm of the human being becomes, that's what it's not, you don't, no arm, the the very definition of the arm becomes an embodiment, an expression of of Chesed, of Eintzer, which is That the very physical body, including your right arm, Just like in Hatsilus. The chesed, what is it? It's basically called the right arm of Hashem. In other words, its definition is, just like a body accesses the life of the person, the soul of the person. We don't have access to a person outside of their body. Right, even though the body is not the source of life, but that's how we access it. So the Chesed is the arm of Hashem. He says, down here, it becomes that type of that type of oneness, that type of alignment that the very physical body is a vehicle. It's a uh, conduit for the infinity, infinity itself. V'hainu al yidei. So this is where Asiya and Atsilis become identical. In other words, you speak about Atsilas a lot in Kabbalah or It sounds like some strange idea, but here he's actually saying no. Atsilas is the backdrop. You know, when, uh, when somebody's building a house, they have the, the blueprint to be able to see there's a backdrop. What do I have to replicate? Atsilas is like the, the blueprint of what this world really is without the blockages and the concealments and everything. In other words, it's a world with everything that exists, but everything becomes a conduit for the Ein Saif that flows through it. So there's no separateness. So you say, what do you mean? Atsilus is not a physical, it's a very physical, or the physical, world. yeah, that's the vart. That the very physicality of the world, the very yesh of the world in its ultimate incarnation is essentially ayin. It's essentially blikvul, it's Ein Saif. without the blockage. That's the ultimate bit. Ah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? In Kabbalah it says basically there's four worlds. Atsilas <laughs> briya yitzidasyah. Well Terebbi usually puts in our Shittavas. Abya. Alav Bayz Ayin. Abia, Al Atsilas <laughs> Briya Yitsid Asia. Asiyyah is the world we're familiar with. <laughs> the world we're living in. When you say four worlds though, what does it mean? It doesn't mean if you take a spaceship. And you fly a billion light years, you'll crash into Yetzirah. Another 10 billion light years, you'll crash into Bria. And then, you know, when you hit some star, is 4 billion light years away, somewhere near the black hole, you'll crash into Tzilis. When you talk about worlds, you're talking really about states of consciousness. The four worlds are here. It's a, ah? Huh? Dimension. Dimensions, very good. It's four dimensions of reality. From Briya is called creation. Atzilus is not called creation. Atzilus in English is called emanation. I also don't know how you say that in Yiddish. <laughs> Emenatsia. I just made up a word. What's the difference of creation and emanation? The word atzilus we have the first time in Chumash, in Barashas in a few weeks. V'atzalti minaruach <speaking> asher <in Hebrew> Alecha. Hashem tells Moshe, <clears throat> I'm going to be ma'atzil. In Hebrew they have today, samchuyot, yeah? empower. To empower, to confer authority, empowerment, on, on, on people near you, on people around you. Vatsalti is, I'm going to, so to speak, take from your spirit, from merchant spirit, and place it on the seventy elders, to help him out. Rashi says, It's like lighting a candle from another candle. First candle is not missing anything. That's not Bria. Bria is a quantum leap of yesh from ayin. this is not yesh Ayan. ayin. Why not? In Atsilas you have everything in bria. That's what he said. We learned yesterday. Because in Atsilas it's not a bria. In Atsilas it's all iron. The contradiction to iron is not yesh. <laughs> That's the big chiddush in this mind. The contradiction to iron is not yesh. The contradiction to iron is the inability to be able to perceive the yesh as a manifestation of iron. Contradiction to iron is not yesh. The contradiction to iron is the idea that iron has to stay iron. Yesh is also a manifestation of ayin. The contradiction to ayin is not that there's a yesh. Contradiction to ayin is how you perceive it. Is it separate? Or is it a flow of the Ein So that's the Chiddush and Natsilus. He says the ultimate gilui of the bitl, of ayin mamish, is al derech. That even this world and our existence is in that state. But vahaynu. Ayudei sarusa delisaata the bitl ayesh enosens daka b'yad. But the keli for that is what the person does. He gave tzedakah with his hand. <laughs> and he uses this metaphor, because he's talking about chast. When I give tzedakah with my hand, to say that I was mevatel, the yesh ta'ayin mamesh? No. But that's the keli, that's the seruza that's the bitul ayesh. There's bitul ayesh, and there's bitul b'metzias. Bitul ayesh means, the bitul is still within the construct of the yesh. That's the first level. Bitul b'metzias is, that the entire metzias becomes one with the ayin. That has to come from above. Because if the eye creates it, it's ultimately limited by the tools of the eye. So he says, the keli for it is, the person gives tzedakah with his hand, like he gave one of the examples of Bitlayesh of Mitzvahs. So he spoke karbanis and Tefillin. And then one of the big things was tzedakah, that I worked so hard on my money. The sense of separateness says, the money goes to me, it doesn't go to you. What do I, I don't owe you anything. The Tzedakah represents the ayin of existence. In other words, the oneness, the organic connection. I am connected to you, you are connected to me. I do want to share. That's all, that's all in the Kud of Ayan. You see, it's very, it's, it's very easy to get lost in abstract ideas and transcendent concepts. Here he says, bit is nasan's daka That's bit Nasan's daka I took my hand, and instead of my hand, uh, Moshe says, <laughs> Rash, right? Moshe says, why are you striking? Why are you striking, your friends? I took that very hand, and I gave to daka. So he says, that is the embodiment of Bittu la yesh within the construct of a person's identity. So he says, that the Sarusa de And the same is true every mitzvah that we spoke about is the arousal from below, which is a hachan, it's a preparation and a keli for the ultimate Bittu Hamet where it becomes ayin mamash. But not, ayin mamash doesn't mean there's no yesh. Ayin mamash means that the yesh's identity is, is a conduit. And the same is true with learning. And the brain, the mind, and the brain of a person is and becomes will become a keli, a conduit, a channel for chachma ilah mamash. Chachma ilah mamash is the divine wisdom. Chachma vatzilus. In chachma vatzilus, it's not. There's a mind and there's God. What's felt in this, in the, in the cerebral experience is that it's It's the Ain Saif flowing through it. Vahainu again, I, al What's the preparation for that? The way a person learns Taylor, like we spoke before, how do you learn? What's, what's real learning? Real learning is of a That there's no I. Learning, according to the Balatanya, is the deepest experience of Bittel. <laughs> The deepest experience of Bittel, he said, is in learning with the bar-tabam. That's what real learning is. Sometimes learning could become the opposite, but if we explained at length, the deepest experience of learning is the deepest experience of Bittel, but still within the parameters of the Yesh. That's the Hachana for the Mayach becoming a complete Kaili Lane Huh? Right. Again, it's, it's, it's what the person achieves through their initiation, through their initiative. Yeah, ultimate moichinig I will ask a question, how are you comparing Olam Hazar to Atzillus? Atzillus? is not a yesh. Atzillus is ayin. Atzillus is not called briya. This world is briya, it's yesh. How are you comparing it to? So he says, of <laughs> then, Because let's remember, let's remember, this is the gili of Olam Hazar. The kamei be'emes kula k'loi chashrivi va'atzillus imasiyah shavim. In the world of Saiviv, Atzillus and Asiya are identical. Briya is not a contradiction. If you're talking Mamale, we're back to Mamale and Saiviv. The definition of Mamale is what? My experience of it. You can't compare Asiya to Atzillus. It says, Neshamas of Atzillus were few souls in history. Moshe had a neshama of Atzillus. The B'shirim Ba'Yehoi had a neshama of the says The Letzel says, The Rambam had a neshama of Eilam Abriya. No, no small thing Eilam Abriah, trust me. It says, every neshama is atzilis, but the question is how it evolves. A few individuals does had an Suddenly, makstev, atzilis is here, yeah, he says, oh, it's, the differences are in mamaleh. Because the definition of Mamala is my experience of the reality. You can't compare atzilis to asi. When saiviv emerges, which is the ayin mamish, the ayin saif, atzilis and asi are mamish identical. And you can't say, oh, atzilis is too remote. It's too distant. There's no such a thing, too remote and too distant in the language of Saiva. Because is Kalay Because in his presence, nothing becomes a blockage. Nothing becomes a Hashivis that can block can block the earth. You'll say the Kaili is too small. The Kaili is too small as a Khashbin and Mamali. It's not a it's not a in Saif. Its presence is not defined by the keli. So when the world opens itself up to Soiviv, how? Through the preparation in this time, in our time. So when the Gilui of Tchiyasa Meisim, that's the Gilui of La'asad Lavi of Soiviv, here it's Tafkin Eilam Hazah. And in, in Asiyab, just like it's in Atzil, Shesedra Yemin. And that's what it means in Perkeyav, is, schar Mitzvah Mitzvah. The reward of the Mitzvah is the Mitzvah. So he says, what's pshat? He says, the reward of the mitzvah is the mitzvah. That's that's the reward of the mitzvah. He teaches, that's schar mitzvah mitzvah. Not schar mitzvah mitzvah. Schar of the mitzvah will be, you'll do other mitzvahs, you'll get more schar. The schar of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. There's nothing that could be bigger than the mitzvah. Why? Because the core of the mitzvah is that the yesh becomes one with the it's not like, you know, we often think you do mitzvahs in order to get, you know, to get access to the candy bar. You know, when you go to a fair, you get tickets to be able to do the different carnival things and you get candies, you get ice cream, yeah? We used to go at it, us to do mitzvahs. Huh? You have access to the candy bar and the more mitzvahs, the more checklists you have, you know how it is, yeah? You get 20 tickets. So it comes to the, when they open up the canteen. You can get a pizza and you can get a knish and you can get a donut and you can get a milkshake. So that's the different types of Jews. (laughs) And then there's the other kid who gets thrown out of every trip and, you know, has to stay in camp. So he says, you have to look at it Every mitzvah is an opportunity to get closer to who you are. To get closer to reality. It's an opportunity. The word mitzvah. It says in the next, in the next the next parasha, that mitzvah is melashen tafsa. In in Hebrew, the word mitzvah doesn't only mean commandment. It means connection. Connection with what? Connection with yourself. Connection with reality. Connection with ayin. Connection with the fact that the yesh shouldn't keep you stuck. So he says, that's the Nikudah. And that is the schar. And the schad of the mitzvah is not anything else but bitlayesh. That's the schad. Ella gilu ayin amiti. Just the schad is that the real ayin comes out. Not just the bitlayesh, the ayin, the way I can experience the ayin. Mimikoyu de kula. Two words. From the source of everything. The ayin emerges from the makkur of everything. From the ultimate yesh. Because the bitl comes through the revelation of the Ein Saif Not just for my appreciation that there's something deeper than my yesh. You see it also in people's growth. A person could grow and grow and grow and grow, but there's no ultimate breakthrough. Why? Because they're still based, it's all based on their awareness of the issue. So they're still in that same orbit. And then something happens, and, and you never know what's going to initiate that. It's something... It always has to come from something that's above the system in which the person is working. You understand what I'm saying? Access to service is through behavior, that's the vart. And in a way that's often much deeper because it bypasses cerebral constructs. <laughs> but, but still we say sky mitzvah mitzvah. The schar of the mitzvah, that, it's all in the mitzvah. It's yes, yes, yeah. Right. Crazy. My consciousness may be logging behind a little bit, which is fine. And that's why sometimes you see that behaviors make changes that are much deeper than all the explanations in the world. We have a few marriage therapists in the room. You could ask them and they'll tell you that you could sit with a couple for four years and give all the biyurim in the world about how it should be and how it would be and why you think this and, and it's all good. But then you make a few changes of behavior. Over three days, everything changed. Four years, it didn't change that way. MS was the It's true? Try it out. <laughs> Just you have to have the right behaviors. You have, to do, you have to know which behaviors will... Why is that? You explain to me, and, and I want. I'm not talking about a person who doesn't want. He wants. There's something about behavior that bypasses a lot of the blockages in the, the the spiritual arteries. You're now going to be negative on us. Okay, let's say. Also. Yeah. Yes. They have, the, they're trying to be good. You had very good intentions. Yeah. But the actions can have a very deep impact both ways. Yeah. People don't always attribute such significance to behavior. Because it's like, it's just a hollow action. The main thing is, my thoughts, my, my meditation. Thoughts are powerful. and Meditation is very powerful. But but in bittel, <laughs> Misa could be far more powerful. You're right. You're right. It's a hachonah. It's a hachana, and it's a little sata for for the gilui erim al But schar mitzvah is the mitzvah. That's the word. The schar of the mitzvah select alts in the mitzvah. The question is how much is going to be experienced. So he says in the schar, what does he call it? Is is gilui ayin amiti. <laughs> There's bitta la la'ayin, that's not amiti, and there's bitta la la'ayin, ayin amiti. Really authentic. The words have the same oh, so yeah, yeah. Because the burim out some mitzvah, yeah. yeah. It says in Tanya, Periklam and interesting thing. Why is it that most mitzvahs, you can't be yoitzeba makshava, lamashal, benching, krishma? Yeah, the main thing is machshava. Pesach. So sit down at a table and meditate about Yitzhiyot It's much better than fighting about the matzah and the maran and the kazayas and the yeah? So you have to be careful with this because sometimes Takayidish guys become stripped of any consciousness. But you see in everything that Kishmet, uh, Tfila, Dibur, Hiru Lavke Dibur Dami. You have to have Dibur. So he brings out this point that there's something about the, the very physical, visceral experience that is sometimes more powerful than everything else. But that itself, that itself you want to do with a consciousness. Mitzvah b'loi kavon, es k'guf b'loi And he continues and he says, U ze yeshnei b'chol echad mi Yisrael. This is the reason it says, kol Yisrael yeshlem ch'elek le'lom hab. All Jews have a... And what's a hab here? T'chir samaysa. He says every single Jew has this bittle. <laughs> every single person has mevatel himself a little bit. <laughs> Based on who he is, <laughs> this one it's through a Skafia. Skafia means the subjugating myself. This is through transformation. It's two different states in Avaida. Eskafya is, I'm experiencing, let's say, terrible, terrible anger, or terrible, terrible frustration, or terrible, terrible animosity. But I have the ability to be able to contain it, and act in a certain way that I know is much more appropriate. That's is Eshafcha means you actually work through. You work through the issues to the point that they're transformed. It's two states. You can't, you're not always ready for a sabcha. That's why he says, it could be a skafi, it could be a sabcha. But in every single Jew, you have this type of bitl. What bitl? Something of the yesh that surrenders to the ayin. And he says, and that's why I call you Yashlam Chalak, because that is aylam haba. Aylam <laughs> haba is not a separate thing from mitzvah. Elam, 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 Elam haba is that the MS gets revealed. So every time I, I experience to some degree or another a nekuda of bitl, that is Elam Haba. Amos and Elam it's going to be the Ayin mamish. And Elam Haba, it's going to be felt in the physicality of the body like you said earlier. But the nekuda is bitl. That's the nekuda. And that's why we learned before that all of Yiddishkeit is that. Yeah. Whenever you hear a sheared in Torah, how do you know it's real Torah? At the end, yeah, at the end, ultimately, what did you hear in the whole Sheer? Bittel. <laughs> if you heard that, it was Torah. That's the is Big Vart. Bechol nafshecha v'hoyu advarim nafshecha doesn't mean you die. Like you said, then it should have said, guf gufchot, bechal nafshecha, that you're not separate. That the nefesh is not separate from main seif. Every nekudah in is that. That's Torah. Are you learning about muksa? Are you learning about how you sprinkle bro- blood on a carbon? Yeah. Are you learn if a rug is makabal or not makabal Are you learning about how you give trumas a That's all nuances of how to experience oneness, how to experience infinity. So at the end of any sheer in Torah, any union I learn, if I if I if I was typhus, then it could have oneness, it's the Torah, If not, there's still a lot, a lot of blockages over there. It's a good way to know if you learn something at the end of a sheer Ashin is, is never information. Obviously, it could be information. You're learning a Gemara, you're learning a Rashi, you're learning a Taisvis, you're learning a Rasha, a Rosh, a Ramban, a Ritva, rabbaki, vege, whatever you're learning. So there's the information of it, and there's the depth of the major understanding. But what's the nakuda The nakuda is Bittla Yashla That's the nakuda And every person has this bitl, and that is Olam Haba. And he says, he throws out a vart, there's a fascinating expression in Zoya. <laughs> bemoidim, Somebody who didn't bow down by moidim won't have tchis <laughs> It's like the Gemara said, you don't bow by moidim, shidroso ynochosh. So we look at it like, you know, it's it's one of these other threats. If you don't do this, no candies for you. Faket, you're you're dead forever. He says, no, was is bowing down by moidim? He says, he's learn how to listen to my Mechazal. <laughs> What's that loikara <inaudible> represents something. He says, <inaudible> There's no musag of and bitl. There's no musag. You're not a keli Because all of tchiyas is that the guf and the ayin become one. What's ma'idim? We touch ma'idim as thank you, but he says ma'idim is really what's really thank you. Ma'idim means I thank you. Ma'idim an lach we thank you. But what does real thank you mean? So ma'idim also comes from another word, Haidaya. like lahoidos, so, toiv lahoidos lasham. Again, lahoidos means thank you. Tadaraba, but we also have ma'ida b'miktsus, right? Ma'ida, ma'idim, maidim chachamim l'ed b'mayer. I'm ma'ided to you, right? Or you have the concept of haidah, haidah b'miktsus, haidah minatayna. It's basically confession, or submission. I'm not thanking you, but it's a basically, it's the idea of going out. It's a vulnerable experience. And when I say, you know, you're right, I'm wrong. That's why it's also the word vidui, which is I'm sorry, confession, it's all the same thing. Saying thank you, saying I'm sorry, and embracing another person's view are all the same thing. It's all vulnerability. Right? I'm saying real thank you. I don't mean past the tissue box, thank you. That's not so hard to do. But really looking into somebody's eyes and saying, you know, thank you for changing my life, or thank you for doing this for me, it meant so much. It's vulnerable. You'll figure out that ayah, but it's rayas. It's a darayas in science that it's vulnerable. Yes, <laughs> Rayat. Vulnerability, that, that's, Bittl is vulnerability. Let's put it this way. The greatest resistance to vulnerability is that I'm afraid of opening myself up to something unexpected. The, the, the deepest fear of vulnerability is what's going to happen. I'm not in control, right? I'm going to keep my bulletproof vest. I, I should say thank you us so now you'll think that I need you. <laughs> That's not, I can't cope that way. That's the worst thing. It's a crime against humanity that I need you. (laughs) It's literally a crime against humanity because the last time I needed somebody was five years old and you know what I got instead? You know? a frask either melmailo or a frask melmata or both. So melma, what's survival? Survival is I don't need anybody. You could see it in people's body language, right? You could see it in people's body language how vulnerable they can be. Yes? The question is, sometimes thank you may be easy for me, because that's not my coping mechanism. But I'm sorry, that's a big one. That's a big one. We know that. <laughs> the cultures are based on survival skills. Every culture is based on survival skills. The question is, can the culture expand from yesh to Ayan? And then the culture can become much more expansive. The Jewish people could not become a people until the brothers reconciled with Yosef. If there won't be forgiveness, they're not going to be able to survive as a people. At the end of Bereshers could come Shmuis. You know, when you're in a cycle of vindictiveness, there's no no, uh, real uh, growth. But it's hard, it's hard, because you have to understand how hard it is. There's a reason this guy is not going down by moedim. <laughs> There's a reason. The last time he went down, you know, he got knocked over his head. I'm not going down anywhere. The Lekar of Maidim is not just a physical, I don't bow down by moedim. Somebody has a big Yetzirah, I'm not bowing down by moedim. You heard of Yetzirah, not to bow down by moedim. I'm not going down. So he says it's a concept. Mandelei kata b'moidim means ain loy hoidoyo bitl claw. With moidim. Obviously it's a Piddush Pnimi. It's a deeper Piddush. Moidim doesn't speak to him. I don't go down by moidim. There's no bittel in my life. Sorry. So he says, ain't loy komet chiesa What's that? Ain't loy It's not even a punishment. It's not a curse. You did this, I'll do this. You're starting up with me, I'll I'll get back at you. You have to understand when you learn these maimodim, it's, the, the language changes, it's not punishment and I'm going to curse you and I'm going to get you back it's 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 organically connected the, what's Tchiyas HaMesim? <laughs> is the gili that the yesh is one with the iron <laughs> for this I have to be a keli the keli is that I realize I'm not stuck so what am I going to look like by Tchiyas HaMesim? this guy could be by Tchiyas HaMesim it's going to be like a chasen showing up to his chup in a bathing suit is he there at the chuppah? Yeah, he's there. I mean, you could show up to your chuppah in the bathing suit, but maybe some people do it. I don't know. You understand my point? In other words, he could be at Chiris mason, but he's not there. You go to your chuppah in the middle of a MeKodesh Lee, you tell the caller, wait, 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 my phone, I just got a text. I just got a clip from Rabbi, why do I have to watch it? It's good to watch it, but wait till after chuppah v'kiddush. <laughs> Uh just happened to you yesterday, middle of the chup. <laughs> 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 oy, 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 And I hope you did the right thing and deleted me. Hashem nimche classes <laughs> sholem bin ishtay. You have to delete the clips to make shalom bias. Unless you watched it together. Ah. Uh, okay. Nachas? <laughs> oh, nochash, nochash. You mean the shidrosay nochash, yeah. Yeah. Here he says, in other words, there's no there's no uh there's no recognition of any any form of bitl because haida is not just saying thank you. Haidaya is the ability of Maidim it's opening myself up to a transcendent reality. Right? If somebody completely doesn't have it, so then there's no what's ayin. there's no ayin. there's no in, no okay, I hear. It looks like it, it looks like it, the nachash created a separateness. Yeah. The nachash is the first one who told Adam, it says that the spine becomes like a snake. So the nachash was the first one who told Adam, God is trying to compete with you. The idea that we have, so many of us have about religion, It's basically a zero-sum game between God and people. And Hashem is competing with you about power. And the question is, who has the power? That concept that Nachash introduced. You understand? The concept that Bitl means to nullify yourself. And Carbon means to sacrifice yourself. The word Carbon means to get close. But it's not how we translate it. We translate Carbon as what? Sacrifice yourself. And like... Me? I'm not sacrificing myself. I was already a carbon a thousand times. I'm not going anywhere. That resistance is created. That's the nachash consciousness. He told Adam. He told Chava. Of course, God doesn't want you to eat the fruits. (laughs) He doesn't want competition. All mitzvahs are about competition. He needs you to be subservient. He needs to control the people. How do you control the people? Through giving them rules. And telling them, if you don't follow the rules, we're going to punish you. Did I just give a good summation of Judaism for some people? Huh? The Isaac. Good? Okay. It's very simple. I need to control you. How do I control you? I give you commandments. You're busy all day with my commandments. And I tell you, if you don't listen, I will beat you. I will beat you to a pulp, and I'm stronger than you. And I'm even when you die, I beat you even more than now. Huh? <laughs> Opium for the masses. right? But most Jews in our generation and already in previous generations have abandoned Judaism. Right? Most of them are very sensitive to... Many of them are very sensitive to spirituality. Because very often, Judaism is seen as a very primitive expression of uh, of just, you know, control and exploitation. So here we're learning... Uh, a, a completely, completely different paradigm, completely. The whole vart is that in real consciousness, it permeates everything, the physical as well. Right, the barrier between the physical and the spiritual is a product of mamale, not a product of seivif. So, tchias hamesim is completely also about the physical. That that's his whole vart. That Atsilas and asiyah become one. The body itself becomes the same vehicle of infinity like the soul. And you know we see, it's, it's a very interesting thing. Till, till 10, 15 years ago in the world of psychology, the main way of dealing with people, what with challenges is conversation. In other words, appealing to people's minds and ideas. Of course there's also a focus on behavior, behavioral uh, models, etc., Today, that still exists, and it's sometimes very, very helpful and very effective. But in recent years, there's been an explosion of a field of healing called somatic, which is all based on the body. Visceral experiences. So it's been always there, but it exploded quite recently. And a a couple of Jews, the body keeps the score. Whether it's Bessel van der Kolk, Peter Levine. A lot of the the, the great uh, gurus in psychology have discovered the power in the body, in the guf. And not just the guf, because it happens to be, you know, the place where you live, but that the body itself contains, you know, all the truth about a person's life, and not distort the truth. So it's not, people think it's it's some, you know, it's it's a random fluke in history. It's not. This is all a hachana for for the gili of Saiviv. Because the gili of soivev is never in ruchnius more than in gashmius. It's the guf as much as the neshama. That's why he says Tchis is all in the guf, and it's more than Ganeidin. In Ganeidin, it's the neshama. And in Tchis it's the guf. Because of Kolalman, the physicality itself, touches the full truth of infinity. And Fakir, the Bittu Yashla Ayin happens in Eilam Hazah. So therefore Eilam Hazah becomes the keli for Svev. That's why Tchis is in Eilam Hazah. We'll continue, Be'ezer Hashem, Monday morning, 745 Everybody have a beautiful day and a beautiful Shabbos. This is all an introduction to understand what Shabbos is and what the two Shabbos are in Shabbos. That's the next the next chapter. The Einish for the Aveda is more Yeshes. <laughs> Beautifully said. The Schar of a mitzvah is Ayin, and the Einish of an Aveida is Yesh, <laughs> which means in in simple English. I get more stuck in my coping mechanisms, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. yeah huh? What something touched you today? It comes together. Oh, oh, thank you, okay., That was today, I'm just a conduit. Huh? Where was this idea yesterday that the author has it from, the diversity of the opposites coming together? Oh. Is one piece or it's a- Oh, you were here? Oh, I didn't see him. Oh, powerful, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he says it in a lot of places. Is it one, is it one, is it one piece somewhere? Um, uh, there's a few places where he says it. Tell you the I would say the mime about the Dor We learned it once. Akudim, Nekudim, and Brudim. You remember? A few years ago, we learned it in the basement of 20. Yeah. So, 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 so and in many other places, but over there, more elaborate, he says this idea that whenever there's a synthesis of diverse forces, it's essentially pshitas. it's iron. But it's the way we can touch it because I can't touch nothingness. <laughs> Where am I going? I could touch diverse, uh, diversity coming together. And that's the essence of beauty. It resonates that. It resonates. The soul is looking for iron. And therefore, it's. Uh, the truth is, all beauty is that. When you say a beautiful table, beautiful house, a beautiful beach, beautiful person. Whatever it is. Beautiful Becher. What does it really mean? A, Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. But Saf, yeah? What does it mean? It means bittel. The more, the more the chaymer, the more the physical brute matter tells a story about its purpose and functionality, the more beautiful it is. You get what I'm saying? You have a piece of wood. You turn a wood into a beautiful table and suddenly... It's now it's serving a purpose. It's beautiful. Mm. That's beautiful. So he's saying the BeYakiva was saying to us, Talmud, But all my days, kol yom, I, I wanted the Ayanamiti. The Khalmafsha. The And uh, and now that I have it, very beautiful. Kalyamai. My, all my life, Gans Taylor Mitzvah was this. And now it's the real ayin, you want me just to run away. Beautiful. Say a good so. His whole life was a tnu of, of, of bitl. Yeah. The Hezvah says, If the schar of a mitzvah is ayin, what's the ayinish of an Aveida? Mer Yashus. <laughs> it's like of art. He says, If the schar for a mitzvah is more ayin, so what's the oinish for an Aveda? More yeshes. Very good. <laughs> and that's, what, that's the worst punishment. <laughs> no, well, the behavior has to come with awareness, yeah. He did, uh, Rabbi Zev Lam did a marriage seminar, remember, uh, a few times. So he says, LeMashele, they saw that in a house where uh, positive comments and negative comments are in a ratio of uh, best is 20 to 1. Or at twenty positive and one net for each for each for each twenty positive one negative, he said minimum is five to one for five positive one negative, it changed everything. Even though it looks like a davar Chitsoyne. but they said in the next twelve hours over twelve hours, if you want to say a negative comment, that's fine, but make sure there's five positive. <laughs> Better twenty, but he says minimum five. So it changes everything. The whole atmosphere changes. I'm married, why? But why? What happens? What happens? Well, it's the same person. you're, you're just faking. Yeah, yeah, obviously, you have to say something truth. It doesn't mean a person is lying, you know. But the word is, it changes something because people are very affected by words and by actions. It's not, uh, huh? Yeah, but it's just true by both. You see it, you see, there's an there's atmosphere in the house that's positive. And then when something happens, you could see the person in a positive light rather than in a negative light. Because we're always interpreting things, right? You said this, I already make a chesh. Why do you say this? Because you hate me. Because you like shteching me. Oh, Why does one person go there and another person says, no, maybe the person meant well. What's the difference? A lot of it has to do with the avira, the atmosphere, and the stup. What's the general approach? Do I see you as positive? Do I see you as negative? If I see you as positive, even if you make a mistake, I'll be done the kafskos. And if I see you as negative, even when you do something right, I'm gonna find the <laughs> you were really trying to uh, to destroy me. That's very, very easy to but that's that's what it is. A marriage is also Yeshla Ayyad. So I said yesterday, Ishvi Ish, it's all okay, but You're right. So the same thing is in a person Th- this behaviors you want to know which behaviors well, mashal, the machan delusionist says the delusionist it says in majeshankadisham yakhal kamaini tamudlai makadish ane so the delusionist says you have to read it yakhal kamaini yakhal kamaini you could be like me how tilmudlai makadish ane you should learn to say i'm holy it's a behavioral thing a person says, 10, 20 times a day, ki ani, I'm holy. Tilmud not talmadloyma. The Dishon says, ki kaddish ani, you should learn to say I'm holy. You tell that to be, oh really, I'm good, I'm standing in front of a mirror, I'm holy, I'm holy, I'm holy. I'm a shuganah. But it doesn't work, it doesn't have to be in front of a mirror. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is, yeah, the words, I'm holy. I'm not dirty. I'm not filthy. I'm not sick. I'm holy. That's he like yeah. That's why he, he dressed that way. The Ruzhin used to dress like a melech. It was one of the reasons, you know, he they, they made him a messiah on him. They put him in jail for, for, for a few years. You know, he was in jail for a few years. It's very, for people would be, wasn't impossible. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't understand. They felt, especially in Gallus. it's not a time that there was so much affluence. You know, so many Jews, uh, you're talking Ukraine. Aristocratic, yeah. I remember there was once a Fabreng, so the was speaking about the how he, he lived with Malchus. And uh, his go- his shoes were made of gold. And he, and he started to cry and he says that they saw there's no souls. He was walking on the, <laughs> was walking on the rocks and on the, he had no souls under his shoes. They were gold. The Khitsaini is it was all gold. But the Pnimius is given an eight-stick iron, huh? Everything was gold. He was a melech. he said, a Jew is a melech. Evid melech But on the bottom of the foot, there was nothing. He was uh, feeling all the pain in the world. We make sure, you know, you buy Echo shoes. this should be here. Uh, good support. I don't need gold. I just need comfort, right? Comfort first. No, it's not wrong or right. I'm bringing out that the delusion as Malchus. It wasn't chitzonius. It wasn't, uh, everybody should think. Uh, it was an Indian Pnemi, huh? Yeah. Every insecurity is just a yesh that's trying to protect itself. Like I said yesterday, the more the trauma, the smaller the yesh, the bigger it becomes. The bigger it has to become to cope. Huh? You know the difference between a frog and an elephant? Rabbi Adinstein what's between a frog and an elephant? A frog can inflate itself. When predators come, the fro- you ever saw a frog? An elephant, Hashem didn't give an elephant that ability. Why not? Because <laughs> an elephant doesn't have to inflate himself. <laughs> a frog has to inflate himself. First taste. <laughs> so you have frogs and you have elephants. <laughs> That's what he says. That's why I call you. Every, he says every person has this. Yeah. 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 That's why you can't dismiss anybody or anything. You don't know what Bittl is what. Sometimes one mitzvah yeah, of a person who's completely far is more Bittl than him showing up, Yom Kippur to Shul, may be more Bittl than what I do a whole year. I don't know. Can't be. You don't know. In Bittl you can't judge. I don't know what it is. His mitzvah of aim, respecting his mother, her father, or giving tzedakah may be more Bittl than everything else. You have to be able to see it. With lichtika you have... Uh, I don't know the word hard, but it's uh, it's uh courage. It takes courage. Yeah. I once saw, uh, you wrote a letter to the Lubavitcher Rebbe. I saw the answer, I didn't see the letter, that in his shul, he Davin's mincha. It's a chutzpah, somebody comes, and he reads a newspaper, a whole davening he reads. He doesn't even daven. He reads a newspaper a whole time. But they need him for a tenth. So he comes every day for shuldan. And he sits and reads a newspaper. And uh, should he scream at him? And <laughs> So he said, listen, it's a good thing to encourage him to daven and you know to learn with him and this. But also look at the fact that this Jew completely doesn't understand what davening is and is interested in davening and wants to read the newspaper. <laughs> but he comes to shul. He feels that he wants to help with, uh, with dominion. <laughs> He was looking at the, there was a bittle over there. He could have done other things with the newspaper, right? He could have lied in bed with the newspaper. You know, it's, 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 it teaches you how to look at something. He's not saying it's good to sit by with a newspaper. That's not the verd. He said you should try. But before you do that, can you appreciate the fact that this person showed up? And he comes every single day to help you with Mincha. Davka, because he doesn't appreciate it, it, shows the bittle. You understand? It's a different, it's a different akuda. Huh? In a way, there's no yeshes, because it's not like, oh, I'm going to daven mincheh, ch- 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 minche, minche, minche. <laughs> Fakert. So there's a person in could there. Jews are davening, I want to help them out. I'm not interested, I want to read the newspaper. So be- it was a beautiful uh, way of looking at it. We don't look at these things usually. So is is ferd. When I look at my phone, in the middle of Chazar young because I only do it for three seconds. Right, he sits with a newspaper. can't side. There's a It just it teaches you how to look at things. From the but This class is brought to you by the Yeshiva.net.